Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. It's the Dopey Millennial Show. Caleb Johnson here with you for one final hour live in the Kia Studios. Uh, what an awesome interview that Brandon Godden did late last week with Dukes and Bells. He was live in the Kia Studios as well. Um, the, the part about meeting Brian Jordan as a 14-year-old and saying and having his grandfather say, Hey Brian, you're you're meeting a future play-by-play voice for the Atlanta Braves, and then for that to actually come true, and it happened on Brandon Godden's grandfather's birthday. I mean, some like you just you just sometimes you just know everything aligns just perfectly in that way. Uh, an incredible story. I'm excited for uh, for for Brandon to get started. Call some games on Bally Sports South and Bally Bally Sports Southeast, I believe, as uh, as he'll be. As he mentioned, covering a, a couple of calling a couple of Brave Spring training games, which begin on Saturday. We get our first Brave Spring training game on Saturday. Is I believe they're playing the Boston Red Sox, uh, but uh, I'd have I'd have to fact check that. That's just off the top of the dome um, as we get full swing into into baseball season. However, since we are hitting later in the show, you might have missed. The headlines of the day, you might have missed the rest of the story. So now we'll give you that second edition with the leftovers. Now, 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 the rest of the story. The rest of the story. We'll give you the rest of the rest of the story, the leftovers, as I like to call it. Uh, some NBA players are moving teams. On the move, Kevin Love is now leaving the Cleveland Cavaliers. He reached a buyout with the Cavs. 
And he's on to the Miami Heat, a team that the Atlanta Hawks are going to have to watch out for uh, as they're above them in that seventh seed right now in the Eastern Conference. Russell Westbrook is also joining a new team. Westbrook was uh, apparently courted by the Bulls. He was courted by the Wizards, which would be a return. Kind of a weird situation with where Russell Westbrook is in his career. And then also the Miami Heat, where Kevin Love went to, was also looking to add Russell Westbrook. They couldn't make it happen. At the end of the day, the best for Russell Westbrook was to go stay in the same city he's in, go play for the Clippers. As he's trying to make that a competitive team come playoff team come playoff time. $47 million is how much Russell Westbrook is making this season. So when Westbrook was traded from the Lakers to the Jazz, they had to figure that whole buyout situation. He was able to make it happen. Um, and then now he'll play with the Clippers the rest of the way. Not the only players, though, to move as Pat Bev, Patrick Beverly, traded from the Lakers to the Orlando Magic. They did the same situation, reached a buyout with Patrick Beverly, and uh, Beverly is now headed to the Chicago Bulls. Once again, a team right around the area of the Atlanta Hawks. Some of them are going to have to compete with and, and see how these guys change that dynamic. And then a guy we uh, we mentioned earlier, didn't spend a whole lot of time talking about him because I don't think he's deserving of a whole lot of time. Um, and that is, of course, that Myers Leonard has signed a 10-day contract with the Milwaukee Bucks of all teams. It's a weird situation where I think Adrian Wojnarowski was reporting that the Bucks have apparently been monitoring Miles Leonard for like over a year, just trying to see where he's at and when he might fit into their situation. Uh, they wanted somebody with shooting ability and playoff history, which I guess technically he checks those boxes. However, it really feels like um, with Bobby Porter's potentially on the injury list, uh, what Joe Ingles I think is on there, Giannis Antetokounmpo, we now know uh, he's got a thumb injury that is going to have to at least be looked at. Uh, he's got a ligament sprain in his right wrist as um, Giannis Antetokounmpo did technically play in the All-Star game yesterday, came in for uh, the tip-off, got the first basket, put a dunk down, and I remember the guys on the broadcast, um, uh, Brian Anderson, that's who it was. Brian Anderson talked about the fact of like, well, if Giannis can dap up his teammates to start off the game, you know, that thumb must be okay. And it's like, eh, I don't know. Um, obviously not. Obviously something they needed to monitor. And uh, now we know that Giannis has a ligament sprain in his right wrist. But that's uh, a lot of the guys moving around the NBA is, is it's buyout season. Guys get to play for new teams. Um going to talk about later in the show when we get to news you can lose a guy I totally forgot about the anniversary happened of a particular player who only spent one game playing for the Atlanta Hawks uh, that was in a similar type situation uh, as he was very helpful towards another NBA team uh, however when it comes to the Hawks something we're going to have to monitor John Collins is in concussion protocol he was placed there last Thursday after he caught a uh, what an elbow to the head from Julius Randle. The Knicks were just out there throwing blows last Wednesday. They were definitely the more physical team, um, and it came back to hurt John Collins, who instead of getting to spend his off time for the All-Star break, 
on a beach somewhere or just somewhere relaxing, it seems very likely based on the NBA's concussion protocol that, um, you know, a lot of dark room situations, a lot of getting monitored by doctors. Um, the situation that I was told is that John Collins is um, his concussion situation is being compared to Brandon Ingram of the Pelicans, who out in, I believe it was October, missed like 11 total days, missed four games. However, obviously, as we talked to uh, Lauren Williams of the AJC earlier in the show, with the Hawks being on the All-Star break, you didn't end up missing John Collins for like actual games. You might miss him against the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, because I believe that would be like nine days from the time that they put him on concussion protocol. Um, so if they do the full 10 days, which it's usually, uh, according to the league, it's like seven to 10 days that they usually hold a player out. If it's the full 10 days, then yes, John Collins would miss Friday's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, so that'll be something to keep an eye on as it's also worth noting without John Collins this season, they've missed him nine games. They're three and six in the games that John Collins has not played in. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is the 65th or is the winner of the Daytona 500, the 65th running of the Daytona 500, the longest running of the great American race. They went 530 miles, 212 laps. We talked with uh, Josh Sims of NASCAR on Fox earlier in the show. So if you missed out on that, go check that out on replay or uh, when it gets posted in what podcast form, you'll be able to catch that later on. Um, first team to win the Daytona 500 with a black owner as former NBA player uh, Brad Dowdy is the owner of the team that Ricky Stenhouse Jr., something that just came to my mind as I'm realizing I didn't ask Josh Sims about that. Um, but uh, just uh, another cool milestone for NASCAR as they've, they've at least made the attempt to be more progressive uh, and inviting. And if you go to the race in Atlanta later on in March, I believe it's March 20th, March 19th and 20th is that weekend here in Atlanta. Um, it's fun. It's exciting. And it's worth you you tuning in and and. And either watching it on TV, but really, you got to go in person. That's that's the real feel is uh, is going in person and seeing that. Um, something I, I threw in here just for the simple fact of I love saying this man's name. Jim Bob Cooter has been hired as the offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, former uh, uh, Tennessee quarterback Jim Bob Cooter. And I'm telling you, I'm going to say Jim Bob Cooter as many times as I possibly can say Jim Bob Cooter because how is that not like the funniest name in the NFL? I know there's a lot of crazy ones. I remember like DeBrickashaw back in the day, DeBrickashaw Ferguson Ferguson was a fun one. Um, what do we we have uh, in college football? DeColdest. I know we've got some different, but but just from a, like I think of a like good old country boy, Jim Bob. Why don't you go see what Jim Bob thinks? Uh, but obviously, Jim Bob, pretty good at his job, went from being a uh, passing game coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars and instead now is joining uh, Shane Steichen's staff in Indianapolis as they were, seems like they were smart to not go with their interim coach situation. I was wondering how that was going to go. Uh, but yeah, Jim Bob Cooter, once again, I'm going to say his name as much as possible, joining the Indianapolis Colts as uh, offensive coordinator.
Now, for some actual information that we will really care about here in Atlanta, uh, Atlanta United has reportedly acquired striker Miguel Berry from D.C. United. Atlanta has reportedly, because it hasn't uh, come out officially yet, as far as my knowledge, looking right here on, nope, not yet. All right, Atlanta has reportedly given D.C. United $250,000 in general allocation money. They need a backup striker. They obviously um, went out and and did the big splash with Yorgos Yakumakis, who I love saying that man's name, and he has already come out and said, you're going to learn to say my name correctly because I'm going to score a lot of goals. Uh, well, he needs somebody to be behind him. Uh, that's not right, but to back him up on the bench, and it looks to be Miguel Berry. Uh, Berry made what he's 25 years old made 14 appearances with dc last last season after being traded um from columbus from columbus crew so he made 14 appearances for dc didn't score a goal in that time however the thing that i feel like atlanta is banking on is um barry scored eight goals for columbus crew back in 2021 so hey, maybe you can get back to that guy, provide some depth on the bench um, as I am blanking on the other striker, Dom Dwyer. Um, I'm assuming has moved on. You know, Day-Day, I should probably like fact check these things before I come on air. Thankfully enough, we're less than an hour away from Jason Longshore uh, coming on these airwaves as he's got a show coming up uh, beginning at 10 o'clock. So maybe I can fact check these things with uh, with Jason when he when he comes on, he'll he'll shame me for for not having everything ready to go. Um, but I did just want to point out that hey, some moves being made because we get a first game, a first official MLS game, Atlanta United versus San Jose this Saturday. We finally open up up the season at home, as you'll be able to catch all of that right here on 99 on the game pregame at seven, kickoff at seven thirty on Saturday. I'm trying to see anything else that I want to get to before we get out of here. Of course, we kind of talked about it earlier, but uh, Team Giannis did beat Team LeBron 184-175 to wrap up All-Star Weekend. It was a snooze fest. Um, a lot of points scored. No defense really played. We listed, we uh, played clips earlier from Mike Malone and from Jalen Brown, who were both like, hey, we don't like it. We don't. We don't want the game being played like this, but... I, you know, it is what it is. It's we've reached that point um, in the season that guys just don't play a lot of defense when it comes to the All Star game. You got to deal with it. All right. When we get back, we talked with Lauren Williams earlier in the show. In the show, reporter for the AJC covering the Atlanta Hawks. She gave us some really good information when it comes to these final twenty four games with the Atlanta Hawks. What to expect. And some optimism when watching this team. It's the Doping Millennial Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's technically the weekend, right? We'll count yeah, it. Yeah, technically it's a three-day weekend for most people that are off. Yeah. If so you're, there uh, you go. What's that like, Day Day? What's it like to be off? On, on, and have a three-day on weekend? On a holiday and have a three-day weekend? Uh, this is like year 22 or three <laughs> for me in radio. Clue. <laughs> Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. It is the Doping Millennial Show. Caleb Johnson here with you. Uh, yes, on a President's Day holiday where uh, many of you do have the day off, and I thank you for taking me with you 
uh, on your whether it's the Odyssey app or in your car as you're driving about, uh, or maybe you are working. You're you're uh, a, a late one if you're working at this point, um, but we all know what that's like. very familiar with this sort of thing. But we're we're lucky. I, I, I'm lucky to get to talk to you guys and uh, and lucky to go out to the waitfor.com hotline and talk with our next guest, the uh, AJC beat reporter, Lauren Williams. Lauren, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Is it a is it a federal holiday? I don't know what that is. I was just about to say someone else who is also fairly familiar with uh, what, what what's a holiday. I don't know what that's like, especially as when you try to take some time off, and then oh, you know, Hawks PR just decided to give an update on uh, one John Collins, who we all saw on Wednesday get hit in the head by Julius Randle left in the third mm-hmm. quarter. Actually, it, he kind of snuck out by uh, you and me mm-hmm. at, at the Hawks game on, on last Wednesday. Um, and then they release a statement. He's in concussion protocol, um, and they haven't really put a timetable on this sort of thing. But um, I was given an indication based on what happened with Brandon Ingram early in the season. Maybe this is something similar to what he's got. Uh, he, You know, mm-hmm. he, he missed – I believe it was 10, 11 days, so that would put things in jeopardy. What do you kind of expect with this whole situation with John Collins and uh, his availability come Friday when the Atlanta Hawks come back from the All-Star break? Yeah, I think the fact that the that the injury happened right before they went on their break. Now, you know, at this All-Star break, it's kind of a best-case scenario if you're going to get a concussion. Obviously, you never, ever, ever want to see a guy go into concussion protocol, but the fact that you know he's not going to be really missing that many practices, he's pretty much going to be relegated to rest and, yeah. and recovering, I think that's probably one of the most helpful things. But you know, as we saw, he has to be con- uh, concussion symptom-free for about 24 hours before they even can consider um, taking him out of protocol. But yeah, I mean, I think this is the kind of the best case scenario. As I said, they're already on a break. Uh, the Hawks, yes, Nate McMillan said after Wednesday's game that, you know, they'll be able to go in the gym for the next couple of days today and tomorrow before they have their first practice back from the uh, break on Wednesday. So yeah, we'll see what happens Wednesday and where he is in that recovery process. And, and we'll go from there. But I mean, if he's missing just that, game against the Cleveland Cavaliers on Friday, then, you know, that's potentially not um, the worst case scenario. Yeah, well, it, it feels like it's it's kind of a best case scenario, except for John Collins, who, man, it's just, yeah. uh, it just <laughs> feels like this is a really unlucky uh, sort of thing to happen to him. Is is uh, I'll be mm-hmm. interesting to get to talk to him uh, coming back from this as to, like, were you able, even able to – enjoy any time off or you just sit in a dark room hoping you uh uh you know don't have any any brain injury any sort of thing um i do want to move i want to move on lauren and ask you about um something that was said after the knicks game uh from one trey young who who talked about and and nate did as well talked about the fact that Mm -hmm. this team really needed this all-star break uh to get some Mm -hmm. rest however nate told us he always kind of like hey uh, clearly, the the Knicks weren't a team that that needed rest, as they looked much, uh, you know, more inspired and that sort of thing. And um, I forget the word that that Nate used to describe a oh, fried. Yeah, he said mentally and physically fried. Why, uh, yes. uh, for your opinion, why do you think the Hawks 
found themselves in this position of kind of fumbling into the all-star break? Yeah, I mean, this is a team that had to figure out its identity and is still trying to figure out its identity. Um, I don't think we really know what this Hawks team is. We just know that it's a bunch of talented guys that are that have been kind of put together and they're trying to figure things out. And, you know, I think the fact that they've had to go through so many injuries in that starting five, plugging guys from the bench in, I mean, Bogdan Bogdanovich ended up missing the first 24 games of the season and then he got plugged into the rotation. So there's a lot of chemistry that this team just hadn't been able to figure out. And I guess that takes a toll on you throughout the season, whereas some of these other teams, they plugged in maybe one or two um, people at the beginning of the season, like the New York Knicks um, with Jalen Brunson, and they were able to figure things out quickly. But I mean, not every team is like that. And so I guess that probably took its toll on them and, and contributed to that mental fry. But, um, you know, Trey Young promised coming out of the all-star break that he's going to prove the doubters wrong and he has faith in the team. And, and that's the kind of thing that you want to hear from your star point guard is that he does have faith in his teammates because there have been times during the season where he has made you question whether or not there is trust among this group. And, um, you know, you hope that that chemistry that they started to develop in that five-game win streak will show up again. I mean, it showed up again when they hit 19 three-pointers sure. against the Phoenix Suns when they were in Phoenix. You you just kind of have to hope that it's going to show up again after the break. Talking with Lauren Williams, Hawks beat reporter for the AJC on the waitfor.com hotline. Lauren, uh, there was a, a tweet that was went out, I believe it was earlier today, um, that mm-hmm. this, this Hawks starting five – is the mm-hmm. has the best defensive rating by a five man lineup this season. Mm-hmm. Why don't you think that five man lineup being so good defensively, at least statistically, is translating mm-hmm. into consistent wins that would have them higher than the eighth seed in the in the East? I think it's part of that chemistry that I was talking about. I, at least it's not clicking or seeming to click on the offensive end. I mean, we've seen them put up 138 points against the Charlotte Hornets, but then on the other end, they ended up giving up 144 yeah, points yeah. on the defensive end. So it's kind of like, well, where is the disconnect that um, we're seeing on both ends of the floor? And I think until we kind of see things click on both sides of the ball, that's why things aren't going to translate. I mean, they still are a team that gives up 30 points off the fast break to the New York Knicks and the New York Knicks aren't exactly a team that's known for its ability to score off the fast break. So they're just a confounding team. If I'm being quite honest. (laughs) No, it it, it makes sense. Uh, I also want to ask part of this too, um, has been, you know, thoroughly discussed the play of Trey young, um, a guy Mm -hmm. who, you know, feels like didn't get his respect, wasn't selected for the all-star game. Uh, and I saw something as well earlier today that it feels like maybe Trey is on an upward trend as of late as he started off the the first 26 games of the season shooting uh, 28.5% from three. And mm-hmm. then the latest 26 games, he's shooting more in the like 37% from three. Do you mm-hmm. think that the Trey's turned a corner and, and that can help this team in these final 24 games? I think that's what's played a part in in having some of that faith that he was talking about in his teammates. I think 
when you get that chemistry and you finally figure out what it is that works for everyone, um, particularly Trey in this case, I think that you start to see some of those good results. And we're seeing DeAndre Hunter kind of find his groove a little bit as well. He's been a, a bit more aggressive in terms of attacking the basket. So Nate McMillan said on nights where DeAndre is, as effective as he is at doing that, that opens things up for the rest of the team. So I think if we continue seeing those things, then that's going to continue opening things up for Trey because that's obviously going to take some of the pressure off of him to be able to knock down some of those wide open threes. Talking with Lauren Williams, Hawks beat reporter for the AJC on the waitford.com hotline. Uh, Lauren, I want to shift things to all-star weekend that we just saw here mm-hmm. in Salt Lake City. First of all, for you, just as a as a fan, as someone who didn't mm-hmm. have to go cover the event this year, um, did you tune in and kind of what did you see out of the weekend as your, as your favorite event? So I tuned in for Friday and Saturday, of course, A.J. Griffin playing in the Rising Stars game. You know, it's hard to say as a person that covers A.J. Griffin and, and you've seen some of the good things he's done this season it not pay off in a, a national stage like the all or excuse me the rising stars game on friday night of course his his team uh being eliminated first but yeah, very quickly. it seems like he's yes very quickly but it seems like you know he's a guy that might have benefited from a long all-star break i mean i i feel like we're starting to see some of these heavy legs as nate mcmillan mentioned as trey young mentioned kind of catch up with him in particular i mean you think about it this is the longest season of uh, basketball that he's probably played in a really, really long time. And so, you know, you hope that he's going to get a lot of rest uh, in these next couple of days before they get back to it. But I also tuned in for, of course, the skills challenge, which I I still am uh, 50-50 on when it comes to this format that they've trotted out with the three teams. Yeah, um, just doesn't you know, get my attention. Yeah, it's, It's a lot. Um, And then, of course, a three-point contest, Dame doing what Dame does. Uh, I think my jaw dropped in that second round with, you know, Heald and Halliburton. And then, you know, as I mentioned, Dame doing what Dame does. And then the dunk contest. I mean, when you think about what we had to endure last year with Cole Anthony trying to lace up his Tims for about 90 seconds or however long it was to see – some really spectacular dunks, especially from Matt McClung. Um, I feel like it's kind of finally getting back to what we've enjoyed about watching the dunk contest, which is just insane athleticism. So um, I only tuned in for the second half of the all-star break. I had a friend in town visiting and, you know, I got to take her on Atlanta for a little bit, but I'm telling you, um, you didn't miss anything. I can promise you that. I just saw Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell just trading three-pointers. I think every time they hit one, my jaw just kind of dropped. But then I also had to remind myself, nobody's really playing much defense. So I guess it makes sense that they're hitting these shots. Um, But yeah, so I think that's kind of what I tuned in for for All-Star Weekend. I just had to kind of keep reminding myself that this was just, you know, a glorified opportunity to just see people have fun and, um, not take things too seriously. Therefore, I shouldn't take things too seriously. <laughs> Preach. Uh, that, that, and, that, and then I was able to enjoy what I was watching. Yeah, that that feels like the thing that a lot of people should take away from this is don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Enjoy it for what it is. Know that it's not 
Um, you know, they're not going all out for everything. Um, because even even with them not going all out, LeBron James still catches his his pinky on the rim, uh, right. and then had to sit out for the second half because um, exactly. the one time he did attempt to play some defense, you know, things almost went the wrong way. Um, I do want to get back mm-hmm. to the to the Hawks just a little bit. Um, a, a guy that you are very familiar with, uh, spending some time in Detroit, Sadiq Bay, mm-hmm. uh, now an Atlanta Hawk, and a guy who is going to get most of his time, we expect, with obviously the second rotation could be Friday mm-hmm. with the starters, honestly, once again, if we have to worry about John Collins. But uh, from yeah. your time kind of covering Sadiq, what do you what do you see as him really realistically bringing to this team? I think he's going to bring some of that dog energy that, <laughs> you know, we expected DeJounte Murray to bring to this fold. And, and what he did bring, especially particularly at the beginning of the season. So um, I think we're going to see a, a guy who's a very com- a competitive person on the court, very, very um, friendly and, um, and why am I blanking on the word approachable off the court? Okay. Um, just on the court, he is, he's all business, just focused on basketball. As he said in a couple of his, availabilities that we've been able to talk to him since he was able to actually get back to back to back to basketball activities following that delayed with the trade and everything like that. He's a gym rat. And that's just kind of what he wants to do. He wants to get in the gym. He wants to work. He wants to play basketball. He just, he just wants the ball. Um, And so I think that this team kind of just needs a lot more guys like that who just want a ball. Uh, They have a few of them on this team, but, I just feel like some of that killer instinct is is missing a little bit. And so I think Sadiq will kind of bring that, particularly with the second unit, since that's, as you mentioned, where he'll spend most of his time. But, yeah. All right, Lauren, bringing some, uh, some optimism to this team as they head into the final <laughs> uh, 24 games of the season. Before I let you go out of here, uh, I do just want to see if you have an opinion on the fact uh, today Myers Leonard signs a 10-day contract with the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Were you surprised at all to see this? Well, once you saw that he was working out with uh, teams over the last couple of weeks, it just felt inevitable that he would end up signing somewhere. I just am surprised that it was with Milwaukee, considering yeah. how many big men they do have and how many people they have in that front court. But I guess with um, Giannis still dealing with an in- injury, it helps to kind of have that backup insurance, especially with how long they were without Chris Middleton. So, um, yeah, I mean, no, it's not really a surprise. <laughs> it's just a surprise that it happened with Milwaukee. Yeah, that, I, I feel very the same. Just kind of one of those eyebrow raises like, huh, all right, how about that? Uh, but it seems yeah. like from some of the reporting, they, they wanted to add somebody who's got playoff experience uh, and someone who can who can bring some depth uh, as as a big man, and we'll see. I don't know. It's been a couple of years since he's been in the league, uh, and something to look out for. Uh, Lauren, thanks for yeah. spending some time with us tonight. Uh, you have a good one. Of course, thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. It's one final segment of the Dopey Millennial Show. Caleb Johnson really enjoyed you all for for tuning in, for listening. Appreciate uh, what Lauren Williams for coming on from the AJC, giving us some really good information about the Atlanta Hawks. Like I said, giving us some optimism of what we can expect uh, these final 24 games of the NBA season and whether there's a, a real playoff push for this Hawks team. Uh, thanks to Grant McCauley for coming on and giving us some insights. Some, I, I told you earlier, like I'm ready. Braves baseball is right around the corner. They get ready uh, with their first spring training game on Saturday. Uh, thanks to uh, Josh Sims of NASCAR on Fox for uh, giving us some insight. The Daytona 500, of course, we have, um, and I'm blanking on the sponsor name, but Atlanta has their own race. It's the weekend of March 19th and 20th, if I remember that correctly. Yes, that is correct. Um, the Am Better Health, I think, is the name of the race. Um, but that's your opportunity. You, you've seen all the excitement around the Daytona 500. Have you been that, to a race, a NASCAR oh, at AMS? I, I've been to, I think, okay. if I go this year, it'll be year five. Okay, nice. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm telling you. I went yeah. to my first one, and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, this is this is what this is? Yeah. Yeah, I'm coming back. Yeah, my first one was um, kind of pre the whole them really kind of getting into diversity. This was my early radio day, mm-hmm. so like 2001, I want to say, Ooh. was my first one. Okay. Uh, this was my... Um, uh, when I was with the station 96 rock. Gotcha. Um, and so they used to broadcast from the infield every year. So we actually used to spend the night. Oh, wow. From inside the track. We'd That's get cool. a coach and, you know, so that was like to your point. Yeah. It's, it's very different. That speed and everything that you and Josh talked about, like you don't really get the gist of the speed unless you're there. Yep. Well, or as I'm going to, I'm going to brag a little bit that um, one of the first things I got to do when it came to, like, covering media events, um, I got to interview Chase Elliott and then ride with him in the pace car. Mm. And one of the things that I still, to this day, talk about was the fact that man was going 120 miles an hour around the racetrack, which is not as fast as they normally go. That's not as fast as they can get up, right. (laughs) He was talking to me, and at one point in the video, you can see he took his hands off the steering wheel as he was, like, explaining his point. So... That just blew my mind to look back at the video <laughs> right, and it was like right. he took his hands off the wheel. What? What? But yeah, but that's so so that uh, that got me. I, I mean, I was a my dad watched it growing up and we would watch it together, but just kind of got out of that as the sport just kind of went on and um, and then yeah, going to the track, getting to ride along, getting to be there for the actual uh, race itself. Um, just yeah, really really fun. So Josh Sims for for giving us some insight about the Daytona 500. Um, Day Day, I do. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel bad right now, okay? 
because we have one final segment of we're going to get into news you can lose before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hand out a participation trophy, uh, which is, of course, a uh, a must here on the Dopey Millennial Show. Um, a very interesting one, I might add. However, I did some joking earlier. It's President's Day. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm right. uh, um, you know, getting the opportunity to guest host in place of John Chuckery. Um, and I was like, you know, I don't. It's nothing really that interesting with presidents, yada, yada. And we talked about um, dead presidents, you know, joking about money and that sort of thing. And then I'm sitting here live in the Kia studios and up on the TV screen pops up that former Georgia governor, former 39th president of the United States, Jimmy Carter, is in hospice care. Yep. And I'm like, oh, my, I can't believe I was seriously spending some time on this show talking, joking about, obviously, dead presidents, money and I saw that and I was like, all right, for anyone who was thinking I was being very, you know, naive and careless, I did not realize that that Jimmy Carter uh, had entered hospice care and honestly wish him the best um, as, you know, represented Georgia uh, up in the White House, a peanut farmer, um, which then with the whole racing thing got me thinking of um, I actually have my own piece of a an actual NASCAR race car in my office. Uh, a year ago, two years ago, I went to uh, this place that like cuts up pieces of race cars and they, um, you know, they sell them. They, they just, hey, you want this piece of this car? Oh, nice. And um, when I saw the price tags for what they were selling these things for, I was like, oh, like I wanted something, but like I didn't realize. So I found my way over to the clearance area where I am frequent in just in my regular life. But I went to the clearance area of this metal shop that sold pieces of race cars, and they had a piece of Anthony Alfredo's, um, a, a guy who spent some time just a little bit in NASCAR, but a piece of his, uh, Georgia Peanuts, was a sponsor two years ago for Anthony Alfredo's car. And he actually, when he was in, it, it was from the race in Atlanta when he was uh, racing for Georgia Peanuts. So I was like, all right, it's on clearance, like, and there's some ties to Georgia. Um, it... it I was like, fine, I'll I'll bring it home with me, uh, and I have it up on my wall in my office now with like the the actual scene where um, he turned around backwards on pit road. It was really embarrassing for him, but really funny, and it's a great like, hey, you walk into my office, you see that, you see the photo, great conversation piece. Nice. Which then I was like, you know, I I haven't heard much from Anthony Alfredo, and so I decided to look up his Twitter. Really quick, just to see, like, oh, I know he's not in NASCAR anymore. Um, I had forgotten that Anthony Alfredo is apparently in, um, he's in, like, the Xfinity series, like, the series below NASCAR. And one of his last tweets was very excited for his new sponsor. You know, I told you that uh, his sponsor here in Atlanta, he was racing for Georgia Peanuts. Uh, One of his smaller sponsors for racing at the Daytona 500 this past weekend these nuts. <laughs> I kid you not. I'm not. I'm I'm going to read it to you people. I'm going to read it to you right now. Anthony Alfredo's sponsor, D-E-E apostrophe S N-U-T-S. It's a brand of peanuts. And they have leaned in, had some fun with the idea of, hey, why don't you uh 
buy these nuts. They get some yeah. some money behind them. They, and and you here know, comes the Snoop commercial. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? I'm. I will. And honestly, like, no, the commercial needs to have like a middle schooler in there because that is the perfect fit for a middle schooler right. is to be able to actually say these nuts and not get in trouble, in trouble. because D E E apostrophe S N U T S. It's a brand of peanuts and it just happens to be a sponsor of Anthony Alfredo. And oh, I am so nice. thankful that my, my process of going from, uh, you know, well wishes to Jimmy Carter uh, to, you know, Georgia peanut farmer to Anthony Alfredo to his car, Georgia peanuts, to D's nuts, yes, that that happened. That that train of thought happened, and this is what life is like with me, day day. I'm just being honest with you. You know, these things just somehow tend to find themselves in my life. Uh, before we do get out of here, I do want to hand out my participation trophy. Who um, a lot of people will recognize his name. My participation trophy this week is going to none other than Paxton Lynch. Do you remember Paxton Lynch? He's a quarterback. Um, I'm blanking now. I think he went to Northwestern, but I, I can't remember now. But he was uh, drafted just a couple of years ago by the Denver Broncos. They thought, oh, Paxton Lynch is going to be the future of the Denver Broncos. And honestly, uh, it, it was Jerry Jones for the Cowboys who almost traded up to draft Paxton Lynch to be the future of the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously... The Cowboys didn't do that. The Broncos did. It did not work. He, I think he stayed with the Broncos like maybe two seasons and then was sent on his way. Well, the reason why Paxton Lynch is getting my participation trophy this week is because Paxton Lynch is now the first quarterback and likely overall player to get benched in the NFL, the CFL, the USFL, and now, this past sun, uh, Sunday, yeah, Saturday, the XFL, Paxton Lynch has been benched in the NFL, the CFL, the USFL, and on Saturday, the XFL with the Orlando Guardians. Paxton threw for 136 yards, a touchdown, an interception, four sacks, and then was replaced with Quentin Dormady, former University of Tennessee quarterback that I totally forgot existed. And honestly, when I hear the name Quentin Dormady, I think of like, you know, when you go on Madden and, uh, you know, franchise and you like keep playing it out season after season after season until there are no more real players in there. Quentin Dormady, that's a name that sounds like a guy who is a creative player. And that's who replaced Paxton Lynch for the Orlando Guardians. Can you believe a man's been benched? I mean, at what point do you just give up? You know, I, like I never, I I never want to be that person to tell another man what to do with his life. But I I feel like he's taking that motivational quote of "At first you don't succeed, try, try again." He's taking it a little too literally. I mean, yeah, it sounds like you, he doesn't really have a whole lot else going. I guess not. So. He doesn't have. There's there's no one uh, with a dealership that wants to. To bring Paxton Lynch in. To but, but kudos to him because obviously he's still flashing enough for people to give him a shot. I, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I mean, there, there's, there's been some of these others that uh, I believe like DeAndre Francois is in uh, the XFL as I got to be honest. I did not tune in this weekend. <laughs> I did not. I had too much 
other things going on. I did not tune into the XFL, and then I feel I felt a little bit of FOMO of like, hey, I, I missed out on this thing because uh, people were saying, hey, the football actually looked pretty decent. So I was like, huh, all right, I might have to tune in, but I won't see Paxton Lynch. As uh, yeah, our our dopey millennial participation trophy recipient for m- somehow managing to get benched in the NFL, the CFL, the USFL, and now the XFL. That's gonna do it for my time this evening. Uh, coming up next is going to be Jason Longshore, who's going to get you right on your Atlanta United news as I um, gave you the reported information. There's reportedly a new player coming to Atlanta United, striker Miguel Berry. I'm sure Jason will be able to give you uh, all the information on that and much more. But thanks for uh, for being along with me tonight on the Doping Millennial Show. Appreciate all the guests that have come on. And until next time, you have a good one. It's the Doping Millennial Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.